Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, and welcome to our star-studded extravaganza. It's the Georgia Wrestling History Awards for 2019, with your hosts, Larry Goodman, Stephen Plotham, and of course, Jay, Jay John Johnson. <laughs> we are excited. We have new awards this year. We have new awards this year. We have the most competitive awards this year. We have the most people who have ever voted in the awards this year. Larry, what else am I missing? This year just seems bigger, badder, more mean, more nice, more everything. And you know, uh, it, I just can't it, wait. It, as hyperbolic as Stephen Platinum is capable of being, I can't disagree with anything you said this time around. It's, it's all true. It is Bigger and better than ever. And I think we have co-host number three with us. JJ, is that you? This is me. I am here just walking out of my daughter's basketball game, but I have made it on time. Nicely done. So what's your kid play, JJ? I got to know what position. Uh, You know what? She is seven years old. They don't really have them in positions. They just run around, (laughs) chase the ball, and – and shoot it up, but she did good tonight. She uh, she took a blow to the face, but then she tried to put one of the kids in an arm bar. So it was great. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so her position I, I you, is alpha. <laughs> Apparently, her position is alpha. <laughs> well, let me tell you, she she's learned well from me because on Saturday she was in a game, and she got pushed down to the ground and hit her knee, and she stood there for a second. Of course, you know the gymnasium kind of. <gasps> And then she, like, slowly made her way back up, and then she got the pop from the crowd. And I was like, see, I'm raising her right. She knows how to milk it. Yes. (laughs) Baby faces get sympathy. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Well, JJ, I'm, I'm so glad you're here. What I mean, are you excited to be here? I know I know you were disappointed that there were no legit commentators as part of part of the announcer award this year, but are you excited about the awards nonetheless? You know, I'm very excited. Uh I have said this time and time again. I, I've loved the Georgia Wrestling History Awards. I mean, for over a decade, you know, you guys have honored the very best out there. You know, I I won in two thousand eleven. I would like to think I'm amongst the best, but I mean seeing the field this year and just seeing, you know, what everybody's put out there, especially Gary Lamb. I, I oh am, boy. like, really excited over Gary Lamb. I, I don't know the guy. You know, I do know Southern Honor, but I'm telling you, man, this guy is something. He's he's that shot in the arm that Georgia Wrestling really needed. Yeah, yeah, it's too bad he's not winning anything tonight. But <laughs> it's great to mention him. Um, uh, Larry, um, after we announce the announcer of the year and speak with him or her, uh, we have an announcement to make about a possible new category that I think you're going to be interested in, JJ. Mm-hmm. Ah, mm-hmm. very interesting. Yeah, you, you yeah. guys do know that I went on to moveon.org and – I started the uh, the hashtag Commentators Matter movement. Uh, 
I'm also <laughs> taking credit for Mauro Ronaldo getting a T-shirt in WWShop.com because, mm. after all, commentators matter. <laughs> How many people got in on that move org? How many people are on uh, part you know, of that? <laughs> you know, the last check, I thought there was like maybe 3,800. Um, you know, embellishing my number a little bit, you know, we are going to drop the zeros, you know. Um, you know, because, you know, I figured I'm going to make the P list of, you know, people mm. who are embellishing their numbers. So I'm going to say 3,800. And we'll uh, just wink, wink, nudge, nudge on that one. <laughs> That's a great, because it sounds, it sounds somehow realistic. It's a very, very well thought out, well booked number. <laughs> I will give you that. <laughs> Nicely done. Well, Larry, what is our first award tonight? Are we ready to start presenting? I'm, I'm just checking the uh, switchboard now to see if we are. Yeah, we are. We are. Yes. yes. So let's jump in. Yes, sir. With the announcer of the, the year. Nominees, Ben Masters, Diana Michelle, Jason Boyd, Jonathan Feltner, and Pat McDermott. Mm-hmm. And the envelope, please. The runner's up. We had a virtual tie for the runner-up oh, wow. between Diana Michelle and Pat McDermott. And the winner for umpteen years in a row now, Jonathan Feltner. Yay! All right. There we go. Jonathan, Jonathan congratulations. <laughs> Oops, I did it again. <laughs> now, I figured now I'd Jonathan, before, before you accept your award, oh boy, yeah. before Jonathan accepts his award, you know, oh I had God. put out a video where I, well, actually, Greg Hunter had said that I would challenge the award because I wasn't nominated. Jonathan, are you not going to accept this award? I'm put you on the spot. Hell yeah, I'm going to accept this award. What are you talking about? <laughs> Well-deserved, my friend. Well-deserved. You are deep. Now, Jonathan, you said you, you told me privately that this award, if you were to win it this year, would mean a lot more to you. Why, why is that? Obviously, you... You're always happy when you won. You always deserve to win. Why is why was this year in particular so meaningful for you? Well, it was like I'd, I'd explained to you. It just it felt like in Georgia wrestling this year, at least from where I was, you know, sitting, it seemed like there was almost like a power struggle between new and old school. And I kind of feel like with my training, obviously, and who I kind of came up with, that I kind of represent the old school. So I kind of feel like for all the old school, I needed to kind of get up and and try to keep the award. So I felt like, you know, there was a little bit of a deal. So I, that's kind of what I felt like. <laughs> Sorry, that's my, you... my kid uh, messing up. <laughs> so this is, correct me if I'm wrong, this is number six? Is that correct? This is number six. You are correct. Wow. You're like Tom Brady, only I don't want to punch you in the face. So, so Jonathan, correct um, me if I'm wrong, but uh oh, doesn't that put him into some good company though with uh, Georgia Wrestling History Awards? I mean, we're talking about like Kyle Matthews, Jeff G. Bailey, uh, people who won consecutive awards. So, yes, 
that's that's pretty remarkable, Jonathan. I, you know, you really fought for it this year. How many different promotions, and you may not even know the exact number. How many different promotions did you end up working for in this in this year that you were going to take it easy? <laughs> yeah, I remember last year we said it was. I said I was going to take it easy, and then I got the call in February to work New Japan, and then it just kind of took Ooh. off from there. Yeah, man. Yeah. What's uh, well, well? Speaking of that, what's the plan for 2020? Well, I think that I'm doing pretty good with the whole taking it easy. So, so uh, I'll just uh, see what happens. I know that I've got a couple of stuff things. Actually, I'm booked uh, completely up through the year with PWX. Uh, they got the X16 coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, if mm-hmm. I, you know, work phones correctly, then I'm hoping to get back on with New Japan uh, later on this month and um, just really doing what I do. Uh, we'll see what happens. That's awesome. Is there is there any last things that you would like to say? The floor is yours, winner. No, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty content. I just um, thanks for everybody that voted for me. If you're listening, I appreciate the recognition, as always. And I will uh, see if I can do it again next year. <laughs> That's well, awesome, um, man. Jonathan, if you do it next year, I just was just checking the record book here. If you do oh it next year, you'd be the first award winner to do seven consecutive years. <gasps> JJ was right on target. Jeff G. Bailey won six years in a row as announced as um, manager. Kyle Matthews won six years in a row as technician, and you have now won six years in a row as announcer. Talk about rolling well, air. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know why you did that, Larry, because what you just did was just injected. Feltner with all this adrenaline and now all this viscera that's just going to spew out to everybody. You know, I'm going to tell you, if you're an announcer in this state, you better step your game up because Jonathan Feltner is like leaps and bounds ahead of you right now. Mm. Well, I guess I got some work to do then, Larry, don't I? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Well, congratulations, Jonathan. This is the toughest year yet, and you won. You have a lot to be proud of, and best of luck, and have a wonderful 2020, man. Well, I appreciate it. You all have a good night. Take care. Absolutely. (laughs) So real quick, JJ, um, this is something that Larry and I discussed, because there there is a controversy, and the controversy is commentator and announcer are – very different jobs and very different tasks. And so we, we didn't have a lot of choices. The most obvious one seemed to be have an award for commentators and announcers. But the argument goes, are commentators significant enough? Do enough people hear various commentators to make an informed judgment? So what we came up with was this. For the next, until June 1st, Um, until basically roughly halfway through the year. We want the commentators and the promotions that use commentators to put their stuff online to the point where people can actually hear the commentators working. And if enough of that stuff gets out where we can hear commentators doing their thing, so we can make an accurate assessment of who's the best, instead of just people voting for their home promotion, then we are open to having a commentator award as well. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. Very nice. 
But if yeah. they got to listen to me, I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ain't telling me all that. I just, I just forgot to throw my name out there and say, I'm a commentator. And, you know, but God, now you actually got to listen. Oh, thanks. Thanks for the pressure, guys. Thank you. Nice. By the way, you can see me on Fight TV. <laughs> yes, sir. Fight no, TV. You know, because, I, I mean, I want to hear Dylan Hales. I want to hear you. I want to hear all of these guys. And I I really want people to really know the commentators. So I think it's up to the promotions in question and the commentators themselves to get their names out there. Now, now I, I think it's going to be difficult in that commentators don't usually promote themselves. But – for the sake of this award, I think they might. And I think Jonathan Feltner shows you can, you can toe that line between distracting from the shows and promoting yourself effectively. So well, that's the challenge. Yeah. And the thing is it's, you know, and I've been on both sides of the coin. I've been a, you know, I've been the color commentator, the heel color commentator, and now being the lead guy at Anarchy, I can tell you, you know, coming from, you know, that side of the coin, it is a very, very thin line to toe, you know, of getting yourself over and getting the product over and not being able to, you know, ruin the product. And there's guys, and I mean, I hate to say I'm not going to throw out any names because none come to my mind right now, but they know who they are. They're horrible. They're, they're more about getting themselves over than the product. And that was one of the things, I'm going to go ahead and be perfectly, you know, not to steal your line, but full disclosure, I've one of the things I was worried about with my videos was trying to get myself over, but not the expense of the product or the awards. I was just wanting to have a little bit of fun with it because like, you know, to me, this is the first year I believe I haven't been nominated. And that was just, you know, one of those things where it was like, you know what? It's like, okay, there's other people coming through. That's great. You know, I wanted, you know, I wanted to be nominated, but you know, Hey, Things happen, and you know what? It just tells me, and I put a post about this today, I've got to step my game up a little bit. You know, i got to be better. I've got to do more, and that's what I plan on doing Absolutely. in 2020, you know, answering your challenge. Yeah. You know? So. Well, that's, that's the challenge out there, and we've just gotten started. Larry, our next award. Yes. We're going to go to manager of the year. We're going to go to manager, manager. of the year. Here. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, are hot out the yeah. gate. Yes, yes, nominees. Brooklyn Creed, James Caleb Kitchens, Joseph Brock III, Dr. Joseph Brock III, Logan Chase, Matt Hankins, and Ryan North. Mm. The runner-up, Dr. Joseph Brock. The winner, Mr. Matt Hankins, who's joining us now. Oh, awesome. Congratulations, big man. Um, did, he, did he pass out? <laughs> you better get your conductor's wand in your hand, Larry Goodman, because you're going to have to play some walk-off music to get me to shut up. That I can tell you right now. I got a lot to say. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, I've been planning this speech for six months. <laughs> there wasn't no way in the world. When y'all named this award after Jeff G. Bailey, 
there was nobody that was going to win it but me. That is the long and the short of it because I'd have never heard the end of it. Um, so I want to thank him right off the bat for taking them loafers off, picking up his quill, and doing his thing in another venue to give me an opportunity to win this award. That is very nice. Don't you think, Larry, that's very nice that he was thanking Jeff? I really do. I really do. <laughs> and, um, you know, there's um, we've got somebody on the line that uh, wants to congratulate you, Mr. Hankins, and he's joining us now. Oh, please, bring him in. Yes, sir. Who's our Who's who's do we have someone on the line? Am I on the actual line? Yes, you are, sir. Yes. You are <laughs> the very first winner of the Jeff G. Bailey Manager of the Year Award, Mr. Matthew Hankins. <laughs> is that what's going on? That is what's going on. How you doing, Jeff? <laughs> I, I'm doing great. I'm uh, ecstatic for my good friend, Mr. Hankins, the man who delivered the goods all year long. You know, Steve, you kiss his ass all year long. Oh, and I man. tell him everything he's doing wrong all year long. And <laughs> this is how we get greatness out of Matt Hankins. You're not wrong. <laughs> you know, You're not I, wrong. I want to tell one little story here about Matt. You know, he had that run of promos that I mean it is one fucking home run after the other and they got all this stuff all these tricky things all these gadgets and I said Matt when you gonna strip it down man when you gonna do one without all the tricks and he stripped it down naked and I want y'all to know I apologize that I am responsible for the naked Matt Hankins promo. <laughs> uh, you know, Jeff Jeff and I were talking and we strangely we thought the like the moment I I can't really speak for Jeff on this, but the moment I think we were both proudest of Matt was when he stormed down to stranglehold after they had had the belt, the PCW belt tossed in the trash. And then Matt Hankins held Eric Nelson hostage. I did the first thing when Jeff and I were talking about it was like, that's because of me and you. <laughs> I just, I, you know, at that point I thought, even though that's got nothing really to do with being a manager, um, it just, it just said something about Hankins, like the kind of guy he was, how he really is, like, a, he is a wrestling guy, and uh, just back down from nobody, and just took it this year. He just put everybody in a position where they just could not deny him, and it was awesome. Some would say it's undeniable. <laughs> I, I would say it's undeniable, and it's been pretty much undeniable like you said, you've been planning this speech for six months, and uh, you were probably being modest because you probably had it planned 12 months in advance. Oh, you're not lying, <laughs> Jeff. You're not lying. I'll say this. I'd love to say that these two assholes are here taking credit for me going down there and fucking <laughs> Eric Nelson out out of school. But I was sitting in my chair when all the stuff went down, and as I stood up and I'm putting my shoes on, I said, I got to go. 
I won't never be able to look at Steve and Jeff in the face if I don't go. <laughs> and I had to go. But if I can be serious for a moment. Yes, please. To have that motherfucker right there come out of his sunroom, put his quill and his fancy writing cap down to call in for me, it takes a lot to surprise and get to me. That got to me that Jeff G. Bailey's on this phone, and hmm. Steve is on this phone, and Larry's on this phone, and John the Body's on this phone because I look up to all of y'all because you are extremely good at everything you have done. And to stand here coming from a guy who sat in the front row, um, it is overwhelming. While I am braggadocious, and that's all real. Don't think that's not all real, too. I know I'm great, but at the same time, I also know that I am incredibly lucky to be able to have the chance to do this and to be able to get to do this with my two best wrestling friends in the world, with Brian and Shane right there beside me, um, it's insane. Like, I can't get over um, – because, look, this was my year to actually go and earn all the shit that has been given to me thus far. Um, it's not a lie when the promo when I say I've been given these things because I have, you know, yeah. Did I bring some cats out of jail? Sure. Did I put up a ring or two? Absolutely. Um, but I haven't taken the lumps and the bumps that so many other people have to get here. I just showed up and, and got here. Um, so this was my year to sort of give it back to my guys and say, look, did, I'm finally good enough that I can actually add to what we're doing instead of just occupying space. So, you know, this, this does mean a tremendous amount to me. That's that's awesome. Um, Hankins, is there anything else you wanted to say before we go to our next surprise? Ooh, there's a lot. How do I – let me say this. I'm going to say this because one of the things that made me the maddest the most this year, and people who know me have heard me tell this story, I was very agitated when the whole For the Culture movement happened amongst Ooh. the younger African-American wrestlers. Um, and tag, tag with that people that are constantly ashamed to be known as Georgia guys. Let me say this. Look up and down the nominees of this award show, and yes, these awards absolutely mean a lot. If it means a lot to me, it should mean a lot to everybody because i got a lot of shit going for me. I don't need these awards to be justified, but I want them. So they mean something. Look, up and down, every category just about had a young African-American in it, and they should be proud. And we should be proud of what we have built here because we have all worked together and we've gotten past a lot of stigmas to get here. So when you talk about doing it for the culture, the culture is at home. Don't be scared to say where you're from. And next year, I'm going to give this speech again. <laughs> Well, Tell us more. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, all right, man. Now we got to transition. So, Larry, this is Good where I wanted shit, to. Bud. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Always having to follow. Now I know what it feels like. Um, <laughs> following greatness <laughs> instead of leading the way. It's tough. It's tough. So, <laughs> so. Um, Larry, this is where we wanted to announce the Legends Award, and uh, it's pretty obvious that you won. Um, you, as you know, you won. You got 50% of the vote. You squeaked by, I believe, by one vote, but you got in. Cool. So, that Larry, that's 
<laughs> Jeff Clayman. Jeff gets 1.1 votes. He's just a little bit more important than everybody else. So, um, so everybody's going to take turns speaking um, about you, and then I have an announcement to make, which hopefully will not anger you, as my announcements can tend to do. Oh boy. So, um, who would like to go first? I I can go first if you guys want me to. Please. Okay. Well, you know, I always remind Larry of this story because this was my very first ever interaction uh, with Larry. I had heard and seen a couple of his reports but never really had anything to do with them. This is back in 2003 in Rome. Um, Iceberg was the wild side heavyweight champion, and I was managing Iceberg in Rome. I guess because Jeff didn't want to come to the Rome shows or whatever, but they put me with Iceberg. We came out, and I want to say it was just a little squash match against uh, Lamar Phillips or somebody. And a couple of days later, Goodman's report comes out, and the very first thing is there is Iceberg came out with John Johnson. Iceberg should only be managed by one person, Jeff G. Bailey. <laughs> and I, I was like, holy crap. I was like, that's all I get? That's a little blurb? You know, I ran my fat ass around the ring for 20 minutes. Well, eight. But when you're fat, it's like 20. Sweating in a leather suit. And this is the best I get from Larry Goodman, man. I was, like, so devastated. I was like, Larry Goodman guy. But then I started reading Larry's reports and going back and watching a lot of stuff that he was watching. I was like, well, he's not wrong. You know, and it's. You know, and Larry has said some very flattering things about me and his reports, and I don't think he's ever, like, given me a bad review of anything I've ever done. I, you know, at least I don't remember it, but um, just a lot of respect and just, you know, a lot of love from Larry because, you know, for someone to take their Friday, their Saturday, or their Sunday and drive to a wrestling show and sit there and watch it so intently – and then put out a review, fiercely put out a review, because some of these guys really take it to heart, and they feel that they're the greatest, and then when they're told they're not, you know, you, that's something that you don't want to face sometimes. But Larry did it, man, and Larry, you know, I'm going to tell you, I love you, and I love your reviews, and I love what you do for us here in Georgia. Uh, if not for you, some of these guys may have not have gotten the exposure on the Internet that they got when they got it. So, Larry. You're the man. Thank you. Thank you. Um, if I could just yes. say one thing to JJ, um, I'll always be grateful to JJ for carrying me through when I was called at the last minute to do TV for for Wildside, and I was simply fucking awful. And thank God for JJ, because he made it, I guess, somewhat listenable that he was the other person on there carrying me through it. So thank you for that, along with many other things. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, Larry, that stand-up is actually on YouTube somewhere, because we did a stand-up where Larry's just staying there the whole time, and I'm talking, and then I go, yes. Larry, do that line I taught you. <laughs> so, fun times, though. Definitely a good time. Nice. Somebody else, please. I'll go. Yes, sir. Um, I uh, knew who Larry was before we ever met because 
I had read his Smoky Mountain reports and his Music City Wrestling reports on like OneWrestling.com in like 1999. And uh, he showed up and wrote a report on that first Wild Side show. And uh, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he said, oh, that guy can talk. And I said, oh, good. He liked it, you know. And uh, we met and became friends. And, you know, part of, you know, every show would be talking with Larry, whether about wrestling or TV or, or whatever was going on. I mean, he's not just my friend. He's a family friend. My wife sat with him. For years at the show I mean you know Larry I can't think of anybody Who deserves this award more Than Larry And who's done more for wrestling In Georgia than Larry And I'm myself included I mean I feel like The majority of people Who know my name from wrestling And wild side And stuff like that That never saw the show are from, you know, the reports that Larry wrote that were on every wrestling site that was out there at the time, which was, you know, the main way of getting wrestling news. So, I mean, Larry's been the voice of Georgia wrestling for two fucking decades, which is not just an incredible accomplishment. It's it's something that we should look at and, and obviously say thank you and award him because who the hell – wants to see that many shows, let alone write that much about all of them. So, I mean, it's just incredible that he's done this for this long and he still continues to do it. And anybody who's lucky enough to be in one of his reports should thank him. And the fact that you're telling me he only got 51 or whatever the bullshit that is, that every single person who put in a ballot didn't vote for Larry Goodman. I'd just like to suggest the people who didn't are fucking idiots, and what they know about fucking wrestling in Georgia <laughs> wouldn't feel a goddamn thimble. So, congratulations, Larry. You deserve it. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, Big Hank. Hello? Um, I don't see him in the room right now. Okay. So, uh, I just got a message (laughs) from representatives of the Landmark Arena who want me to tell you, Larry, that they're going to induct you into the Landmark Arena Hall of Fame this year. Oh, (laughs) Jesus. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh. But wait, there's more. So, Larry, I'll go ahead and make the announcement. So, you know, they're the, they're the Georgia Wrestling History Awards, right? Um, just like there's like the, the Film Academy of Arts and Sciences. But nobody calls those awards that, right? So what I'm going to do is starting next year um, in 2020 awards, we are going to have – physical awards. Oh, my kid's showing me right now. Physical trophies for the winners. And, um, and the first person who's going to receive a trophy is you, and we're going to call them the Goodman Awards. 
And uh, my kids, <laughs> an hour ago, I said, start thinking of designs for the trophy. And the two of them instantly came up together, a referee holding up a wrestler's arm in victory. Um, so we're going to have physical trophies starting next year. And uh, you are going to receive the first one. I'm I'm just uh, I'm completely speechless. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm really blown away by all this. By all this. Um, well, you know, you you definitely deserve it. You absolutely deserve it. It, it. It's humbling to be nominated for an award, much less win it. That's only been won by Ted Allen, Bill Behrens, Terry Lawler, Rick Michaels. And, you know, the other people that were nominated this year, although I appreciate what Jeff said, I mean, they're, you know, I consider them to be real legends like a Robert Gibson or a Bull Buchanan or an Iceberg. So um, I'm trying to remember uh, Steve's three G's about accepting the awards. The other thing I want to say is thank you to Rich Tate because without Rich Tate, there's no Georgia wrestling history. He started Georgia wrestling history in 2002. And, um, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be around. It would never be there except for now. The other thing I want to do is thank all the people who made this year so much fun. And um, uh, <laughs> particularly you, Steve. And I don't know if I would have even been, you know, the whole idea of me being nominated came from you. And I really appreciate that. And I appreciate all the people that voted for me. And appreciate all the people that made it a really good year. It was a, kind of a tough year for me. I lost my brother. And being involved in mm. wrestling really, really helped a lot um it, the community of people the tapped out guys the whole the whole thing it's really been um quite an experience so um thank you i'm just really blown away well congratulations larry um i think at this point we gotta move on to the next awards but yeah. i just wanted to get that on especially while jeff was on um and matt hankins as well so we can all tell you how much you deserve the award and how much you meet Georgia wrestling and how much we love you. And, um, and I wanted to talk about the Goodmans, of course. I just, I just think it's hilarious. The thought of people now like bragging about how many Goodman awards they have on their, uh, their shelf and that kind of thing. So, um, Hey, I want one of yeah. those goodies, man. Give, give me, give me a goodie. You gotta win next year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, All uh, right. Our, yes. Referee of the year. Referee of the Year. Nominees, David Weekly, Daryl Hall, Duke Silver, Todd Fox, and Ray Boring. And this category was close as it was last year, separated by only a few votes. Um, Runner-up, David Weekly, and the winner, who also won in 2017, is Daryl Hall. And let me see if I can find him. Congratulations, Daryl. Yes. Congratulations, Daryl. Grandpa? Yes, yes it is me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Matt talks about the African Americans on here. The young African Americans on here. It's time to get an old one on here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Daryl, um, I got to ask this question, this blunt question, and then I'll let you have the floor. Uh, did you think that you were going to win this year, honestly? Honestly, um, 
I no, because David Weekly came in strong last year. I know he barely beat Matt last year, and he is he's a great referee. So I knew it was going to be a tie between me and then the other three gentlemen that were nominated. I don't know, so I didn't know what kind of support they got. So I was just wondering the whole time who, who if I would get it or not. <laughs> but I am so, so pleased that I did. <laughs> absolutely. Um, you know, you're another one of the guys who was in the first row of the PCW shows. And right. I remember when you came and said, like, well, I'll be your referee. <laughs> and you put your buddy down. And I thought, oh, this guy's not going to. Like, I, I, mean, I was just like, there's no way this guy's going to stick this out and do it. And not only did you stick it out and do it, you just worked everywhere. I mean, there are wrestlers that should be envious of how you just went out and basically got booked. And now it's to the point where you can't go enjoy a wrestling show without working, and they aren't asking you to go put on a Foot Locker shirt and get in the ring. I mean, you're you're very much liked. You're very much in demand. You're like David Weekly and others. You're one of the ones that the boys, they want you for their match. Could you have imagined this was going to happen like five, six years ago? Not at all. It, it, it's an honor to be loved that much that, you know, they know that I'll do a great job. So I, I am incredibly honored, uh, you know, just to be nominated. This is the fourth year I've been nominated and the second year that I've won it. So I am, I couldn't be more elated. Uh, I just want to thank the guys of Georgia History, you know, Steve Flattner, Larry Goodman, uh, Tapped Out guys, everyone who voted, uh, particularly ones who voted for me. It's, it's just a, an honor to be, you know, recognized by your peers. So this is great. <laughs> I am loving that. And want it, now I want to win it next year so I can get the trophy. <laughs> I started the trophy thing this year. Especially with the, hey, with uh, the referee holding up somebody's hand. <laughs> Hank, Hank, are you still on the line? Ten oh, no. years ago. Ten years ago. <laughs> right. In Avondale of States, Georgia. Oh, wow. Two guys met, and they stuck it out from ten years to right now. They never turned loose of the dream, baby. And now one of them sits we- here as a two-time referee of the year, and the other old bad boy finally broke through. PCW is so damn good, even the fans are the best in the world. <laughs> That's right. Team all you can eat. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else winning this award got matching tattoos? I don't think so. <laughs> no. It, there is, that is a first. <laughs> what, what, what is the matching tattoo, pray tell? It is With the four X horsemen. <laughs> Team all you Forex <laughs> horsemen. I was a horseman in training, but you know Corey, Matt, and Drew were all a lot larger than I was. Mm. <laughs> can you imagine the stretch marks on those bitches right now? I can <laughs> imagine. I can sleep in mine now, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh, Daryl, the floor is yours. Is there anything else you'd like to say? No, to D, to Squeak, to Radar, Black Mike, Aaron, Max, Stan, Jonathan, Jeremy, and all the other refs out there. Keep up the good work. My goal is to win it again next year. So uh, bring it. <laughs> oh, 
classy as shit. Of course. Thank you so much, Daryl. Our 2019 Georgia Referee of the Year. Thank you. Appreciate all the work. Yes. Okay. Yes, sir. Next up, Tag Team of the Year. Oh, boy. Tag tag Team or Stable. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, tag team or stable, excuse me. Nominees. New Era, Danny Jordan, David Ali, AC Mack, Alan Angels, Lee Johnson, Owen Knight, and even O'Shea Edwards was in there for a bit. The hierarchy led by Blacklist Uno and also containing a cast of thousands. Uh, Joseph Brock Enterprises led by Joseph Brock III. Master and Machine, Griff Garrison and Marcus Cross, usually led by Bill Behrens. Undeniable, led by the aforementioned Matt Hankins and the Lynch Mob, Matt and Joey Lynch. The runner-up was New Era. And the winners Mm. for the second year in a row, the Lynch Mob. Congratulations, Matt and Joey. What's going on, man? Four, two, three, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise, surprise, surprise. Yeah. Congratulations, guys! Two years in a row, man. What, 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 what? Who would have thought that? <laughs> I was gonna say, I gotta say, I think that's the hard, maybe out of all of them, the hardest category to repeat in. If I'm being honest, because well, every, everybody else, I mean, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put it like this: almost all the other nominees, and I'm gonna get in so much fucking trouble for saying this. All the other nominees for this are either contain the bookers themselves or they're the bookers' pets. You guys (laughs) are neither. You guys legitimately got over on your own. You guys, um, it rose and fall with what you did on the microphone and what you did in the ring. You um, had nobody's favor except for people who favored you because you were talented, but you're nobody's pet. You're nobody's guy. You made this happen year after year after year. I think you should be very proud of yourself. Well, we appreciate it, man, especially being voted in by the peers. Cause sometimes I feel like there's a, I don't know. I don't know who likes us and who does it. So it, it, it really means a lot to us. Absolutely. Well, we as, appreciate as it, man. Who's, who's had the pleasure of watching you perform it so many times? I mean, it, I'm, I thought it was right. I, I know you got my vote for for to, to win it again because um, you guys just kill it time in and time again. Hey, congratulations to you too, Larry. Man, that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, we, de- we definitely I voted for you, so for sure, for sure um, guys, what's what are you, what are you going to do looking ahead? I mean, you had injuries. You, it seemed like you had a lot to overcome this year, and you guys still made it happen. Um, you still keeping tag team wrestling going. I, I feel like there's a bit of a tag team renaissance going on in the state of Georgia. There's a number of great tag teams out there that are primarily um, tag teams. Do you what do you see happening in 2020? I think 2020 will definitely be the, the biggest year for us. Yeah, we gotta get mm. Joey's ankle, get, get Joey's will a little bit better. He's he's rehabbing it mm. in the gym, killing it, you know. And I'm gonna go out here and 
I got this weekend. I got uh, a singles match, and uh, hopefully I can uh, <laughs> hopefully I can survive that. I don't have Joey to tag in to, <laughs> to catch my breath. <laughs> so I, I think it's going to be a big year for us. I, I'm, I'm hoping so. You know, we're going to get out here and try to make something happen. I got you just got to overcome the injury. Yeah, keep doing the rehab, and I'm not in no hurry to get back. I want to be 100 percent before I come back. Should. But I feel that 2020 should. It's going to be that year again. Yep. It's going to be fun, awesome. man. We're looking forward to it. But we, like I it, say, we appreciate everybody, man, for you know voting us in and hey. Hey, hard work shows, man. Yeah, we work shows. our asses off. So. You can kiss ass and be the Booker's buddy or whatever. You can go out there and steal the fucking show every time. <laughs> <laughs> That's the attitude we come in with always. Yeah, man. I ain't trying to kiss no butt, man. So we, we really do appreciate everybody, man. So, you know, looking forward to 2020. Get Joey's wheel better and get out there and kill it, man. Oh, yeah. Great. Absolutely. Well, congratulations, guys. The uh, Lynch Mob, the 2019 Tag Team or Stable of the Year. They won it again. And they won it again. again. (laughs) Y'all have have a good night, man. Thank you all. Thank you. Congratulations. You know, Larry, I heard they they said they voted for you for, like, the, the Legend Award. I'm going to tell you, you know, you only won by one vote, but here in a couple of years, everybody's going to say they voted for you. It's going to be like Don Larson's perfect game in the World Series. Like, everybody was there, but it only seated like 16,000. You're going to have like 500 people saying, oh, yeah, we voted for you. And, you know, of course, we know, you know, they should have, but I think it's going to be like the big kiss-ass thing. Like, oh, hey, you know, I voted for you, right? <laughs> but just to let you know, I legit did vote for you. I mean, I'm... I appreciate that. That that <laughs> I didn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> I thought so you were there for Don Larson's perfect <laughs> game too, so <laughs> who is next, Larry? How about female performer of the year? Oh boy. What do you say? Excited. Yes, sir. All right. Let's pull up the nominees here. Okay, nominees for Female Performer of the Year, Shalandra Royal, Ruthless Lala, Danny Jordan, Crystal Rose, and Brooklyn Creed. The runner-up was Brooklyn Creed, and the winner for the second year in a row, Danny Jordan. Congratulations. Danny Jordan! Hello? Yeah, yeah, congratulations. Hey. Congratulations, winner. Hey, guys, thank you. Woo. Danny, I got something to confess to you. <clears throat> um, okay. When you, when you won last year, uh, when they told me that you were going to win, I had to look up who the fuck you were. No idea <laughs> whatsoever. So I could sound <laughs> intelligent. But I sure as fuck know who you are this year. <laughs> How did you? I mean, repeating in these things is incredibly difficult because you have to overcome people's perception that, well, did you have a better year than last year? You have to overcome people's voting instincts in the business of like, well, she got one, so we want somebody else to get one. And I thought powerful performances by Lala and Royal and. Brooklyn Creed, I mean, 
all these people. Mm-hmm. What do you credit it to? Because you did, you you won. I mean, nobody won by a ton, but you won by mm-hmm. more than most people did. So, what do you credit that to? Oh man, I don't know. I I mean. I guess I've just, I've just been trying to work hard and like really show my motivation to make it in the industry. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to be around here forever as sad yeah. as that might sound for everyone in Georgia. I don't want to be here forever. And I'm sure neither does anybody else. We just all want to keep moving on. And all I really, really want to do is just keep making improvements to myself. Cause like I'm never done training. I'm never done with my body. I'm never done with anything. So I can always get better. And I, I I don't know, maybe it's just my overall attitude and personality and positive outlook on things. But I mean, thank you to everybody that voted for me. And all these girls are like, so awesome. So I, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't really expect to win. So it it kind of like took me by surprise. In a way. Danny, I got a question for you. Um, and c- again, congratulations. Sure. But it, it seems to me that you um, really f- did a lot with your character work, uh, for lack of a better term, this year. Were you focused on that in yeah. particular, trying to do? You know, yeah. Okay. Um, I I actually was. Yeah. Um, I had a usually what I do. My strategies throughout wrestling this whole time has been like to focus on one specific thing at a time. Um, because my memory is not very good. I feel like my brain just doesn't work half the time. So whenever I need to focus on something, I have to focus on that one thing extremely hard and then make sure I get that before I move on to the next thing. Because in wrestling, there's so much that you have to think about at the same time. And um, so really I just like did in-ring work or footwork or whatever, whatever it is that I was working on. And then I was like, I don't have a character I don't know who I am. So, so every time I had to cut a promo or whatever the case may be, I, I had no idea what I was doing. And I was terrified of cutting promos and talking in front of people because I just didn't know who I was as a as a wrestler. I know how to wrestle, but I didn't know how to portray myself. So I was just walking around like some, you know, cool guy. And I was like, I got to be something more than that, like just the generic cool wrestler. So um, the person that really helped me out with that was Dylan Freimeyer. Um, yeah, yeah. the booker for Southern Honor, he's the one that really, like, took control of that with me and was like, you need to find who you are. Even with my previous gimmick, um, which was terrible, <laughs> like, he was like, it's trash. You got to find something better. And I was like, you're right. I do have to find something better, something that I love. So I was just focused on being me, as cheesy as that sounds. Everyone that I've ever talked to is always like, just be you. Just be yourself. Just say whatever Danny would say in real life. So I was always like, well, what the hell does that mean? What, what, what would I say in real life? And then I just took the things that I love and like the movie Mean Girls. And then mm-hmm. I just applied that. And I was like, okay, I actually really get it now. And I'm still working on it. But I've definitely come a long way. But it's been my main focus this year is just working on who I actually am. Yeah. I mean, you found your, you found your voice and that's what it took to repeat. Like repeating means that you beat your main competition, which is yourself. Like the the Danny Jordan of 2019 beat 
the Danny Jordan of 2018. And obviously, mm-hmm. I think, you know, you had a, a lot of momentum going into the end of the year. You showed up on NWA. You showed up on AEW. What's, yeah. what's the next goal for you? Now that you're showing up on national level shows, what's your next goal? My next goal is to be a contracted wrestler within the next year and a half to two years. Yeah. hundred percent. Hopefully it happens. Um, I've learned that this business is, it takes a lot of patience and, and work. So, and I knew that going into it before I even started, I was like, what it kind of experience do I have to get signed? Three to five years. Okay. Boom. I'm going to go do that. So <laughs> here I am on going on third, third year of wrestling. So hopefully it pans out the way that I wanted it to, but I feel like now I've finally got like the motivation to, to keep going. So last year was kind of hard. It was great that I won the female performer of the year, but it was rough because I, like I said, I didn't know who I was and what I was doing or where I was going. And I don't know. I wish I could just peek into the future and just see like six months from now where I'm going to be um, to help that out. But definitely fingers crossed. Hopefully I can be somewhere. That's awesome. Well, I can peek into the future in three days, and it's going to be you and the runner-up in the ring against <laughs> 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 each other. Um, any any predictions about how that's going to go? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to win. <laughs> nice. uh, that's well, it. Then, that's all I have. I'm going to win. Well, then that would be twice in a week, wouldn't it? (laughs) I'm just trying to piss Brooklyn off. (laughs) Oh, you know what? And when I win, I'm definitely going to grab that microphone and be sure to rub it in her face that I beat her two times in one week. Thank you. (laughs) Nice. I will. Well, congratulations, Danny. That's a huge accomplishment repeating, and uh, you should be very proud of yourself, and best of luck in the future. Thank you so much. Congratulations. Next up, not like a regular mom, I'm a cool mom. All right, <laughs> please, Larry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's all right. It's all right. Let me find the uh, what I'm looking for here. It's here somewhere. I think we'll do male performer of the year. Oh, oh. tough, tough category, boy. Everybody's the most competitive. So I said it was good. the most competitive category. Yeah, I loved every buddy in this category so much. Uh, nominee mm. Simon Sermon. Matt Sells, Corey Hollis, Ashton Starr, and AC Mack. Your runner-up for 2019 <laughs> Male Performer of the Year, AC Mack, and your winner, Mr. Matt Sells. Yeah. All right. And here he is now. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's fantastic that I'm following Danny Since Danny was so positive and thankful for everybody uh, Because this is going to be the equivalent of uh, Festivus for me And I'm just going to shit on everybody And talk about how great I am <laughs> <laughs> Please do Please do <laughs> So uh, my main question is uh, All three hosts tonight Did you vote for me? Of course <laughs> Oh, so we got one out of wow. three. Wow. Right, I'm back. 3.33. I, I can't. What about you? I did. I, I did. I did. Two for three. Mm. And I don't vote. <laughs> um, they, 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 
they were pu- they were pushing Matt. They were pushing me to vote this year because I think because they knew that the Larry thing would come down to a vote, and so they're like. And there was this thing about let's try to get a hundred percent attendance, basically. And I had I had registered as part of like the beta test for the voting thing, so I was in there technically. And then they're like, "You gotta vote, you gotta vote." Nick especially was like, "You gotta vote, you gotta vote." I'm like, "I don't vote. Like that's one of my I don't vote in the awards because then that would be I don't know." Opinionated man in Georgia wrestling doesn't want his opinion Mm -hmm. known. (laughs) No, like I, I, it's 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 more just so I can just shit from afar and like you know, and then that way people are like, "Oh, he's just voting his guys in." or, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. But, yeah, I don't vote on principle. I will say if I was going to vote, it would have been you. So if that makes you feel better at all. But, yes. Yes, yes. So, Matt, it's been that year. Um, but I suspect you have bigger plans for 2020. Can you clue us in on what they might be? Uh, my main plan for 2020 is to kind of continue what I started doing in 2019. Uh, 2019 was the year where I stuck to my guns and started doing what I knew would work and what I'd known was going to work for a while instead of listening to uh, – God, it sounds awesome. I'm telling Michael, but it's true. Uh, instead of listening to feedback from some other people, uh, I started doing what I knew would work, and so I got validation. The, the most important validation was from the fans. Uh, the fans told me through their reactions that my decisions were right. Uh, and then once I got the bookers and promoters on board with, with some of my vision, that was the validation. And so it's just kind of the final validation of now having from all the rest of my peers showing, hey, I kind of know and have known for the last couple of years, I know what the fuck I'm doing. Um, so that's my goal for 2020 is to continue doing me and, that's really the boozerweight character, the rock and roll model character. There's no character it's me. Um, so that's my goal is to the end of 2020 is to not, just like uh, 2019, not be a Georgia indie wrestling guy, but be the Georgia indie wrestling guy, uh, which I think I'm well on my way to. I, one, something I, interesting I saw in regards to the awards in general and specifically the award that you just won, is that Sugar Dunkerton, Suge D, saying his goal next year is to win technical wrestler and male performer. Do you think that that's even possible, one? And two, um, does that intimidate you that he's like so openly going to come gunning for the uh, male performer award? I think if there's anybody that could win both categories, it's him. Uh, there's a reason I uh, got the book for one show for Pro Wrestling Bushido this past Saturday, and I booked him because uh, he's damn good. He's entertaining, yeah. and he's one hell of a professional wrestler and has been for a while and is even better now after his uh, European tours. Um, I don't sweat it. Uh, I'm going to be a back-to-back male performer of the year. He can have a technician. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and and that's not from a place of love love from Shug, but he's you know, he's he's more focused now on being that guy, on being a professional wrestler. I'm a I'm a sports entertainer, I'm a performance artist, I'm everything all the uh, a lot of the old school guys hate so much now. <laughs> Joey, Joey Ryan and the young bucks are my template. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Well, you know, I think not, I think you sort of coincide with, I mean, I watch Joey Ryan's stuff in Impact, and I go, this stuff is unbelievably entertaining. And, you know, the Young Bucks, obviously, they've got more pull and stroke than they've ever had. Are we going through a renaissance? You know, we'd heard for years, like, gimmicks don't exist, and people don't want that. Fuck, it certainly seems like they want it now. Do you think that there's sort of a, a resurgence of, like, I don't want to say gimmicks. I think that's almost demeaning. I think just interesting, compelling characters that's independent of what they do in the ring. Absolutely. Like, you, we've got to differentiate professional wrestling from every other combat sport, whether it's yeah. simulated or worked or whatever. Like, if I want to watch two guys in, in black shorts or black trunks beat the shit out of each other, I can watch MMA. I can watch boxing. Um, but pro wrestling is always the fun part. It's always been the characters. If you think about no matter what era you grew up on and people ask you who your favorite wrestlers were, uh, you always remember the, the mannerisms, the promos, the, the ring walks, uh, and the character work. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't a huge fan of Chris Jericho and The Rock and Steve Austin and, and Eddie Guerrero and all those guys that I, I loved growing up because of their, their wrestling skills, and that's not to say they weren't fantastic wrestlers. But as a kid, I was drawn to them because of their promo work and because of who they were. So I think we're starting to see that uh, what's old is new again, that people want to be drawn to, to characters they can connect with, uh, the same way we like connecting with characters in movies and TV shows and, and all that good stuff. Pro wrestling is a form of entertainment just like anything else. You know, I said 2019 was the year where authenticity got rewarded. And here's a, here's a tip for everybody. The two shows named after and modeled after individual wrestlers that had their name on it. One was your show for Bushido, which drew more than they've drawn in God knows when. And Tank's show for one of the side Scenic City shows, which again did incredibly well, unexpectedly so. And I think that's the fans saying, you know what? There are names that are draws. But a common misconception is there's no such thing as a draw, right? I'm sure the promoters have thrown that in your face before, right? No one's really a draw. Well, horseshit. Horseshit. So, congratulations, man. Yeah. People like that. Sorry. People like to have something different to latch onto. The show at Bushido is different than what they normally do. Uh, you know, me doing the, the act I do at Action stands out from anything else they do there. You know, Matt Booker That's for and, sure. and Cable Show there with some, you know, some of the best super indie work rate guys. So, of course, I'm going to be a spectacle because that's the last thing I do. I come out there and, and I'm a character. So it's giving people a chance to, to enjoy their different flavors of ice cream. And I just happen to be uh, the best tasting ice cream right now. Yeah! You are how <laughs> apropos, and you are the best tasting motherfucking ice cream. I don't know how beer ice cream would taste, but I imagine it's pretty fucking delicious today. Congratulations, Matt Sells, 2019 Male Performer of the Year. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Congrats, Matt. <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> I love Matt Sells, man. I've known Matt Sells for a very, very long time. Back when he looked like Joe Dirt and would work the lights at Wildside, you mm. know, it was, you know, you would have never known that Matt was going to go in the direction that he went. And um, 
you know, I'm, I'm sure Matt remembers the story, but uh, back at Hardcore Hell 2004, Matt and myself got to share the go room with Dusty Rhodes because uh, Matt was working lights and I was, you know, helping out backstage. But that was like one of the, you know, him and I got to share that really, really cool moment with um, having the dream there, just kind of picking his brain. So, oh, Great story, JJ. Story. You know, it's, it's Matt's great guy, man. Larry. Most improved wrestler of the year. Another tough, Boy. tough category. Nominees, Will Caution, Trevor Eon, Shalandra Royal, Sean Legacy, Griff Garrison, David Good. Ali, Ashton Starr, the runner-up, Trevor Eon, and the winner, David Ali. Awesome. Yeah, David. <laughs> well, I'm back, boys, and hopefully this time I don't shit the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. I guess not. <laughs> Um, but honest, honestly, this, uh, I know you guys didn't even ask me like how I felt about it and I just started talking, but this is, you, you said something, Steve, uh, earlier this week about what these awards mean to people and that it should mean something to people in Georgia. And I mean, you guys know as well as some of the other people know, I have not been the biggest advocate for Georgia world history at all in the past couple of years, but everything that I've learned in the last two years, like this gave me something to work for. It gave me a goal. And that's what you were talking about on, on your, your show, Steve. Yeah. And it's, it's true. It gives us something to fight for. And once, I, I this whole year I had already decided like I was gonna set these goals and then try to make them and then once I got nominated it was like oh shit now it's go time now I have to win this shit I have to like there's no other choice I have to win this shit this has to be mine I have to be recognized to some degree in Georgia some kind of way somehow it's it's really <laughs> remarkable I mean I will just I'm gonna take some kind of credit where months ago when we we're talking about who who's going to win these awards and I said David Ali which I think shocked everybody that was on the show uh like it's it was undeniable you could just feel who had the momentum you could feel you could see you getting booked in better and better positions and winning and losing you're one of the few guys I'll say this you're so good that it didn't matter if you won or lost. That's the sign that you know what you're doing as a professional wrestler when losses become somehow wins. Somehow you turned Jacob Ashworth mauling you into, yeah, but I hurt him. Yeah, but I blah. And people would get so angry. Those fucking chromosome-impaired fans of Southern Pride would engage with you. And I was like, this is real. Like you're one of three people who can get people mad online. I think Tommy too much is another one where he's so good. It's sort of like poking fans and they, they will again, are there legitimate draws in Georgia wrestling? Yes. And David Ali, people will pay good money to see you get your ass kicked. And that's the job. <laughs> 
and you <laughs> learned it very well this year. It's great. What can I say? It's always been my dream to <laughs> some people want to pay to get my ass kicked, you know. <laughs> but uh, I, I really, uh, everybody was thanking people before on, on who helped them out to to get to the goal that they got with the awards, and um, like. I, I really only want to thank two people. I don't want to go. You know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to say what I want to say. Um, fucking Todd Sexton gave me the stage to fucking to fucking perform on. Sorry about the language, but I, I, I figured Steve would be accustomed to it because, you know, his show is pretty much an entire F-bomb. But I, I'm, I need to thank Todd because he gave me the stage and Dylan – gave me the the opponents that I needed to help with the stage work. And without those two guys, without those two shows, which is ironic because those two shows have been going neck and neck this whole year. And without either one of them, like I would not I would not be here right now on this this line. So I guess I think those guys in the locker rooms that accompany with them because like there's just so many incredible wrestlers out there. There's so many guys who probably deserve to be most improved over me. And like nobody really gets nobody really gets seen or recognized and that's those people yeah, in the locker you know, room, man, they make everything happen. You, yeah. David, you got the you got the opportunities, but you know, particularly over the last four or five months of the year, I, you know, I watched you make it happen, you know, with what you were doing out there. And, uh, you know, really turning it on, like you said, it showed. It really showed. Congratulations. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. And thank you for everybody who voted for me. I know that probably wasn't easy to do, but thank you for that. And um, before I get back into character, I should just let everybody know that, like, I'm. my objective is to not let anybody down and is to help get more eyes on Georgia Wrestling if I can. Yeah. Well, congratulations, David. You most assuredly did not shit the bed. <laughs> and talk about improved. I mean, you know, like your your appearance here, it doesn't get any sweeter, right? So, <laughs> look, it's all full circle now. Phenomenal. Congratulations, David Ali. Most improved, 2019. Thank you. Okay. Awesome. I think we'll go to Feud of the Year. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, another category, correct? Competitive category. (laughs) Yes, a brand new category. Um, Yeah. Nominees. The Approved versus Todd Sexton. Team Tag versus Matt Griffin. Matt Hankins versus Crystal Rose. Logan Creed versus Corey Hollis. Joe Black oh versus William Huckabee. Alan Angels versus A.C. Mack. The runner-up, Alan Angels versus A.C. Mack. The winner, Joe Black versus William Huckabee. Holy shit. Yeah, I don't know how this is going to go, but we're going to bring try to bring them both on now. Oh to shit! Congratulate them. Are we really? 
<laughs> oh, boy. Congratulations to William Huckabee and Joe Black, 2019 Feud of the Year. I'm going to step out of the way. Congratulations, gentlemen. Do I have the right people here? Perhaps not. Joe, Huck, are you guys there? Oh, wait a second. Sorry about that. I think we do now have William Huckabee and Joe Black on the line. Whether they're going to speak or not, I don't know, but they're both there. Hello? Yes, sir. 2019 Feud of the Year, Joe Black and William Huckabee. They are on the line. Congratulations, guys. I I would like to say, uh, first of all, thank you to Tango A. Jen. Without them, I wouldn't be able to do anything. Uh. (laughs) No, uh, this is is actually uh, pretty crazy. Um, Can can you guys hear me? I don't know. Can Can you guys hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, is this this is like the first year this award has been given out? This is the first. Yeah. So like this is like we're like the inaugural winners. Uh, you know, like all jokes aside and stuff and all anger aside, um, I think it's pretty amazing that two guys have come down with Um. And I have to say that, like a lot of people, that a lot of women, I have to say Huck, we're losing uh, you. Never, all right. I was going to say, if it, if it wasn't for Stephen Platinum, um, a lot of this never would have happened, actually. Stephen Platinum actually uh, gave me my first opportunity in Georgia wrestling, uh, busted at me I don't know how many times at Platinum Championship Wrestling. So, And then just, just taking his advice and stuff. Um, but but I, I don't know. This, this is this is pretty crazy. I don't know. I, I feel very honored to be a a self-proclaimed Carolina guy to come to Georgia and make such a huge impact. Joe. No, no, you're here. Oh, <laughs> of course Joe's not up here. Of course he's not up here. Are, are you, you there, know, Joe? A, no, he's a chicken shit. I, yeah, I think there is some kind of. It, I see his number, but there's some kind of problem with the connection. I'm sorry. It's, he should be here, but obviously he's not. Huh, he has. I gotta. I gotta ask this. I, I as as great as the feud has been in the ring, um, on the mic, it's it it's it's bigger than that. The way it's spilled over to, I hate the phrase social media, but on Facebook and stuff, when you and Joe were just tearing each other up like two fucking seasoned battle rappers, just cutting so deep. I, I mean, I know we worry about kayfabe and things like that. I, I mean, there's no, there's no way you were okay with reading that, right? I'm just like, well, well, first of all, the the thing is, Stephen, is that uh, th- there is no kayfabe. There, there, this is everything that 
people have heard about our food, yeah. everything that they've heard in the promos, everything they've heard in the videos. I've said it before. Joe has said it before. This is 100% true. Uh, people think that this feud with me and Joe just started in August with Southern Honor Wrestling. And really, to tell you the truth, if you've been following the careers of both of ours, this started four years ago at Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, and even before then, when Joe moved from Carolina uh, and moved to Atlanta because he fell in love and started hanging out with a bunch of fuck boys who got into his head and he forgot who he was. So, I mean, I, I'm not worried about what Joe says because I know that no matter how horrible of a person Joe is, Joe's not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. There's no reason to lie. Mm. So, Friday. <laughs> Friday, my man. Um, Friday, 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 Friday. I understand, I understand an athlete's mentality. I understand a warrior's mentality. And you have to go in with confidence. But realistically, realistically, um, how much does getting hurt? I mean, this is a dog collar match where you're attached to Joe. He's attached to you. It's expectations are high. There's going to be a war. Are you, are, is there a part of you that's worried that you will not come out of this the same? We've seen feuds in wrestling, Mad Dog, Bud Sawyer, and Tommy Rich, prime example, right? Both of those guys took years off their career um, for the sake of that feud, that blow-off match. Are you afraid of the same thing happening to you? Because it feels like for Joe, it feels like he's ascending into his prime. For you, it feels like you are there in your prime. Are you afraid that this match is going to hurt your career in the long run? Uh, I'm not afraid that this is going to hurt my career. Um, if anybody, if, if anybody, can y'all actually hear me say, now? Hello, yeah. sir. My apologies, Joe. You're right. Yes, we can hear you. First of all, Huck, let's let's not get on here and spew a bunch of Duracell. So I came down here and fell in love because even when I came down here and quote unquote fell in love, I was still making more strides in wrestling than you've made in 13 years. While I was down here falling in love, I was actually being mentored by Booker T, two-time Hall of Famer, while you were encroaching upon the locker room while he was putting me over to his own trainees. So let's not make it, you know, this deal that I moved down here and forgot who I was. I actually moved down here and discovered who I was, which is why I'm making the moves that I'm making. This is the most spotlight that you get, you've got in this amount of time in wrestling, and it's because of me. This feud, whatever you want to call it, is off of my back. So everything I've said is rung true. So don't call up here and try to flex for these same fuckboys that you claim I'm trying to parlay to because we know that's all you're doing. You're trying to get your shine, and you're, you're trying. You you look at re, you look at life as like it's a wrestling match. There's no hot tag for you, buddy. You're gonna hmm. stay on the apron for the rest of your career. That's it. I'm gonna give you this match. I'm gonna give you this big time match, and people are gonna be talking about it for years to come. But while I'm on TV doing my thing, signing contracts and autographs, you'll be relegated to one of those old bitter fucks in Georgia who never did anything but you can revel about the glory days. So I'm going to give you that gift. You'll be able to be one of those old dudes to say, man, I remember that Joe Black dude. He, we used to be friends. And then people first, can look at all, you incredulously like, 
Hold up. First, first of all, who's this guy with uh, the receding hairline? They call Waffle House Williams, but he he knew that. Yeah, come on, dude. Really? First, first of all, I would never be one of those bitter guys, and we both know that I said from day one. At my age, I know I would never go to WWE. At the very most, I would go to Japan, maybe go to Mexico. And I've always told you that you were destined for greatness. I've always told you that if you got signed, it was like I got signed because when nobody else believed in Joe Black, I believed in Joe Black. So, that, so let's cut that BS right now. Uh, now you believed in Joe Black, Black for bookings? Okay. Now, now, now let's cut all the out. Let's just be honest. You are a better wrestler than I am. You, you look better than I am. Pound for pound, you're probably stronger than I am. But when it comes down to being an actual worker, Joe, I am better than you. Period, point blank. When it comes to ring psychology, I am better. Let's just lay that on the line. You may be a better wrestler, but I'm a better worker. Now, to answer Stephen Platinum's question, uh, am I nervous about this Friday? Of course. Anybody who would be in this position, anybody who would be in this match, for them to say, uh, no, I'm not worried about being hurt, or no, I'm not worried about how this is going to affect my career, they're either a fool or they're lying. I already know that this match is going to change me. I already know that this match is going to hurt. I already know that uh, Saturday morning I'm not going to wake up uh, and jump out of bed. I'm probably going to roll over and hit the floor uh, and and need my wife or my kids to help me stand up straight, and I'm okay with that. Uh, As as far as this feud, this this is not a – this is not some wrestling storyline for everybody listening and stuff like this is competition. This is big brother versus little brother. This is little brother who may, although he may be better than big brother, big brother saying, Hey, you may be good, but you're not better than me. And you will never be better than me. Well, uh, guys, I guess you'll pick this up Friday night. Uh, Larry, I will say this. Larry, I will make you a promise, Larry, to everybody listening. Mm. If we Still get there, if we because because we all know Southern Honor Wrestling has already got a thousand people in the building. If we break the record at Southern Honor Wrestling this Friday, we get one thousand and twenty seven people in that building. On everything I love, I will break my neck to make sure that I put Joe Black through Tim Davis's windshield. <laughs> Fucking Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I would believe the authenticity of what you just said if you would just do it regardless of how many people showed up. So what you're doing is you're basing your vengeance off of views, off of how many people are going to be there to see you do it instead of just making sure it's done. I don't care. I oh, said no, it no, on no, Facebook. No. I'll go ahead and I'll reiterate my point that I made earlier. I don't care if it's 1,000. I don't care if it's 1,000, 1,510 people. I don't care if it's just Gary Dillon in the locker room. I'm going to bash your brains in on the pavement outside the action building because I don't need the views and the likes and trying to be over with the boys in the back, which I really think is what you're trying to do. I don't need that because I'm already dope. I know I'm dope. I don't need to prove I'm dope. I'm just going to do what I do. And I'm the best at what I do. And you know this, Huck. So you keep flexing. I'm going to beat yo, your ass you regardless keep, yo, of how yo, many people show yo, up. Keep, yo, Joe, it's a real, you keep talking. Yo, you keep Yo, you keep talking junk, and I will drive to Marietta tonight. I will beat your, I will okay. beat your ass your own driveway right now. You know the address, homeboy. You know the I, address. I already got Don't your address. Flex. I already pull got up. your address. Pull up. Pull up. All right. Call All right. Yo, yo, let me go ahead and get the phone up. Larry. Pull up. Larry, okay. Enjoy the rest of the history. Thank you. Folks, we will be there Friday night. Good night, Waffle House. Oh, my God.
Um, wow. So we'll, we'll yeah. So Huck's, Huck's gone. Joe, please um, stay on the line. We have the um, Kyle Matthews Technician of the Year Award nominees: Slim J, Shane Marks, Joe Black, Chip Day, Alan Angels. Runner-up was Slim J. Winner: Joe Black. Holy shit! That's dope. Joe. Nice. <laughs> Technician. I mean, I talked about how Shug D was like, I'm going to win performer and I'm going to win technician. I think you perform. You just pulled off something as hard or harder. Feud of the year, which is about emotion, which is about reality, which is about all of that stuff. And technician. Congratulations. Holy shit. That's a, that's amazing. Uh, that's dope. Thank you guys. I definitely appreciate it. Let me calm down so I can use my big boy big boy words now. But yeah, that's uh, that's definitely an honor, yes, especially considering that a lot of people don't consider me to be a technical wrestler or a technician by any stretch. And I mean, I'm definitely open to those views because I've been kind of pigeonholed into this, you know, guy that just hits people really, really hard, likes to be hit really, really hard. I mean, I'm not a sadist or a masochist or anything like that, but I can actually get down on the mat and do some impressive things when given a chance to. But, I mean, if you can knock somebody out with one forearm, I mean, I'm not trying to be Dean Malenko when I can just stand handsome somebody in the throat and be done with it. But it's definitely an honor. I mean, and the people you listed, I mean, I mean I'll mean, i go ahead and be honest. I voted for Chip Day um, for this very award um, because, to me, you know, Chip is one of the dopest and I really didn't expect to win it, it's, but I, I definitely appreciate it. So for everyone that voted for me, thank you. Uh, Joe, what do you chalk this up to? Now, Gary Lamb was the first person who publicly I saw sort of put your name out there. Um, but to win that kind of thing, people have to vote for you who don't work with you, who are not your friends, who are not, you know, that's what makes the award. It's one of the things that makes the award special to me. So what do you attribute you winning a technical wrestler award to when, like you said, a lot of people perceive you as the guy who hits people really, really hard. How do you think you pulled that off this year? I think it's more so to the fact that, um, I mean, everybody knows about the injury I suffered in March Um, I mean, I got a lot of people that look up to me to ask me if they should, you know, try to champion through injuries like that. And I'll tell them I was foolish, but I mean, wrestling is my ambition. I think what really attributed, you know, me winning this award was the fact that even on one leg, I was still getting down and doing what I needed to do to win matches and to put on impressive showings for the people that do buy tickets. I mean, by all means, maybe they shouldn't have put me in the ring, but I knew that even with a bad will, I can do what I need to do to, you know, put on an impressive showing. And like I said, you know, um, I've been trained to actually be able to do a lot of good mat work. And I think there's a lot more that goes into being a technician than, you know, Johnny Saint-esque maneuvers and reversals and counter holes and catches catch can. I believe there's a lot of different parameters that, make a good technician and that's just to me is how you utilize the ring how you utilize the amount of space you have in the ring how to utilize every maneuver to make everything you do definitive as definitive as possible 
and I think I do that very well. I'm a very soft-spoken and humble guy. I'm not one of those type of people to toot my own horn because, you know, if you have to do that, then usually you're not as dope as you say you are. Um, and I'm not arrogant at all, but this is confidence speaking because now it's proven since I won the award. But yeah. I make the most with the least. And I really think that's why I won this award because, I mean, I was barely able to run the ropes a couple months ago. You know, but for somehow, some way, I still put on performances that made it look like not only was I healed back up, but maybe even better. So, I mean, maybe that's why, or, you know, maybe there's some kind of glitch in the matrix, um, and I got <laughs> voted into the wrong, you know, category. But regardless, um, yeah, doing the most with the least, I think maybe attributed to that the most. I I would chalk it up to one other thing that's very simple, and it's one of those things I think is right in front of our face, but nobody says it, so I'll say it because it's what I do. I think the idea of technician there is an implication of intelligence, especially ring IQ. And I think the perception of you is, and this is, and maybe I'm just saying this because it feels good to say, but I believe it's true, is the perception is that you are incredibly intelligent. And that it's very easy to imagine. Um, I mean, if you're talking about a Kung Fu fighter, the automatic implication is speed, dexterity, agility. If you're talking about technician, there is an implied need to have somebody who is intelligent, especially ring intelligent, win that award. And I think the perception of you is you know what the fuck you're doing and you're smart. And I think that is, I think that lended heavily towards you winning the award. I think people are acknowledging the fact that this fucking guy knows what he's talking about. This fucking guy's smart. And uh, that's, that's how, I mean, it was very easy once he, we heard the name, Joe Black for technician. And my knee jerk was like, really? And then I kind of came around on it. I just went, yeah. You know, it, it took me overcoming my thought of what technician meant, which is, you know, the guy who knew 57 escapes from a fucking hammerlock, right? To... Definitely. No, the guy who's able to apply. It's it's a difference between intel intelligence is knowing a thousand and four holds. Wisdom is knowing how to apply and what to apply where for maximum effect. And you definitely have the latter, which is much more important, honestly. Spoken eloquently, thank you. I didn't even look at it like that, honestly. <laughs> Congratulations, Joe. Congratulations, you, uh, Joe. Feud of the year yes. and technician of the year. Holy shit. Thank you Good guys job. again. I can't I can't thank you enough. Oh man, God, I wish I could be there Friday. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say that often either. So congratulations. Next, <laughs> next up, Booker of the Year. Nominees Todd Sexton, Southern Fried Wrestling, Matt Griffin and Dylan Hales Action Wrestling. James Caleb Kitchens, Viral Pro Wrestling. Dylan Freimeyer, Southern Honor Wrestling. Bill Barons, Rick Michaels, Anarchy Wrestling. The winner, Dylan Freimeyer, for Southern Honor. Congratulations. Hey, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, congratulations. Man. Thank you. Thank you. Um, humbling. Super humbling. Dylan, um, 
I know this means a great deal to you. Um, mm-hmm. When I just want to go to the moment where you knew you wanted, did did Larry message you or call you? Like, what was that moment? How were you contacted? And then what was your first reaction upon hearing the news? It's funny because um, it was actually uh, last Wednesday, which was during AEW Dynamite. And um, at the end of the show, I, I saw it was Larry, so I gave him a call. And, um, yeah, it was uh, – it almost got real emotional um, because I, I knew, like, you know, I know 20 – like, I felt like this had to be the year. Um because I, I felt like everything we'd done with Southern Honor was like lightning in the bottle. Um, and I knew that 2020, everyone's coming, and um, and everyone's going to step up their game twice times, you know, twice as much as they did this uh, this year. So, um, yeah, it was super, it was super emotional. Um, very thankful. I uh, I worked really hard you know, worked really hard for it. And, um, you know, it was, it's funny every, after every show I go up to, uh, the tap down guys or I go up to Larry and ask him how the show was and, and try to get feedback or I listen to full disclosure, uh, every show. And, um, you know, I knew how close it was between me and Todd and, and, um, you know, I have so much respect for Southern Pride and Manders and Todd and, um, and those guys. So, uh, it was really cool to hear that that I pulled it out. Well, you um, you may want to stick around for this next part, Dylan. Um, oh, all right. Show of the year. Nominees: Viral Pro Infection Four, Southern Honors One Thousand Show, Southern Fried's Undisputed, their Thanksgiving show, the Brandon McClure Benefit Show, and Action Wrestling's For God's Sakes Kick Out. The runner-up was Southern Fried's Undisputed. The winner was Southern Honors 1000 show. That's awesome. Uh, For promoter of the year, the nominees, David Manders, Dennis Gale, Gary Lamb, Joshua Hancock, Rick Michaels, and Matt Griffin. The runner-up, David Manders for Southern Fried. The winner, Gary Lamb for Southern Honor. And uh, promotion of the year. Let's find that one. WrestleMerica, Viral Pro Wrestling, Southern Fried Championship Wrestling, Southern Honor Wrestling, Anarchy Wrestling, Action Wrestling, the runner-ups, Southern Fried Championship Wrestling, the winner, Southern Honor Wrestling. Jesus on Joining us yeah. now would be uh, Hopefully this is Gary Lamb I'm here <laughs> Fuck <laughs> me <laughs> Congratulations to Dylan That's all I cared about Boom Motherfuckers <laughs> So Gary Gary You said you would not Share a podcast with anybody else But here you are with Dylan I'm not calling you a liar Because clearly you are not But Gary you gotta be And I know you're you're the best Promoter right Southern Honor is the best promotion Right Southern Honor 1000 
is the best show, and Dylan is the best right. booker. And no doubt. No doubt. I mean, I, I can't. This is this is you. You you fucking won. It's a Roman triumph. It's it's. I mean, that's a sweep. I mean, let's go down the awards, right? Feud of the year happening there, right? Danny Jordan, primarily known for being there, right? David right. Ali, his now he did great work everywhere. But let's face it, if not for Southern Honor giving him the platform, he wouldn't be as big a deal everywhere else, right? Right. And how do you feel, Gary, a man like you who sets the bar incredibly high? This this is the year where you and Dylan, I feel like, set the bar super high for yourselves. And now you've hit it. How does it feel? Uh, it feels good. I'm ready to do it again. So mm. it feels good. That's what we set out to do. I, Dylan's the humble one. I don't want to come across as cocky and arrogant. I just come across as me. I told you when we started this is what we were going to do. And I'm thrilled, though. The fact that it comes from peers does mean a lot. The fact that people could look past the fact that they hated our guts and still cast a vote for us is not something that um, I ignore. But um, – we set out to do this, and this is what we accomplished. I, I'm not going to sit here and bullshit you and tell you I'm surprised. This was the goal, but I'm happy. I'm thrilled. Um, we got in this to be the best, and I feel like, man, we had a great 2019, and it was so much fun, and me and Dylan worked together so well. I mean, people don't realize I met Dylan two months before we started Southern Honor. It's not like we've been lifelong friends, and yeah. so – We've literally never had a disagree. I mean, well, let me rephrase that. We've literally never had a fight, and so um, he just our personalities are so different, and we respect each other's roles so much that it just works. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was something different for me. Uh, I used to run my own shows in PA, and you know, there's so much pressure, and when I'm able to just focus on what I need to do to put on the show, my part of the show, which is booking a good show and then working on the production, you know, all the production, um, and just trusting Gary to uh, make sure his ass is in the seats. I mean, that was our whole agreement in the first place. It was, you do what you're good at, I'll do what I'm good at. And uh, that's why it's worked. And, you know, we surrounded ourselves with everyone who just announced uh, all the other winners on the show, like, we surrounded ourselves with talent that we didn't have to worry about what was going on in the ring either. Um, we could focus yeah, on the story we that complement, right. uh, complemented that action in the ring. Yeah. We have an incredible team, and I think that we allowed that team to do what they do. We allowed David Ali to be David Ali. We allowed Danny Jordan. I hate her guts, but we allowed her to be Danny Jordan, <laughs> and look what it's done. I mean, we let Joe and Huck, I heard their story before we ever, and I was like, me and Dylan, they need to do this. And, and they set the tone for that. And Dylan is able to put that into a story in the ring. He's able to put it into a story on social media. He's able to put it on a story on film. And it just takes it to a whole nother level. And promoting this is easy. I do believe I'm the best promoter in the state. I believe I can go to any promotion and within a month their tennis goes up 150 people, but it's easy to promote Southern Honor. It's easy. 
I mean, shit, look at the card for this coming up show. It's easy to promote that. Yeah. So, you know, right. and you now, guys, you, I mean, social media has helped us. Everybody's helped us. I mean, it, it's been great. So thank you to everybody that supported us. And I hope everybody brings their A game because, man, we are not giving it up in 2020. Mm. Now, you guys mentioned that you've never fought. But you have disagreed, so I want to hear from each one of you. <laughs> What's something that you were dead ass right about, and the other one was wrong about? <laughs> mm. This is this is your chance to get it out, mm. and I think it'll be a lot of fun. Hopefully, um, so give you a second to think about it. I, I know while you're thinking, I just want to remind everybody. So Southern Honor, they won promotion of the year. Correct me if I'm wrong, JJ Larry. Promotion of the year, yeah. <laughs> promoter of the year, booker of the year, show of the year, and really the feud of the year is taking place at their thing. They've got a primary player in David Ali who was most improved, Danny Jordan, who was female performer of the year. Tag and, and, Yeah, throw in tag And yes, absolutely. The Lynches, if hey, not. I want to call bullshit yeah. on what you said. The Lynch mob is my favorite. They might not be the Booker's favorite, but they get special treatment at Southern Honor because I love them. So don't let those motherfuckers mm. tell you that they busted their ass. I brought it. That was the only person I ever got to bring in was the Lynch Mob. <laughs> they kicked ass. Yeah. And, and just, just to go on the record, I had already called him before. Gary well, he had already booked him. Don't take all the credit for the Lynch Mob. Those are my boys. <laughs> yeah, that that's true. I had saw them at the shit show across town and was so impressed with them. I remembered them and told them to book me like I've already called them. So what's a case where one of you was right and the other one's wrong? Um, <laughs> I can't remember anything specific, but and this is not blowing smoke, but probably if I am not a booker, in every storyline that I have brought to Dylan, he will tear it apart in the most analytical way. And when he's done, I'm like, fuck, you're right. Never mind. And uh, so I just learned I'm not a booker. I don't know anything about wrestling psychology, how to book matches, what should happen. And I had these great ideas in my head. I called Dylan, and every single time he just breaks it down calmly and analytically, step by step. And I'm like, yeah, you're fucking right. Never mind. So. <laughs> the rest Dylan. of the time, I'm always right. He's fucking wrong. But, you know, and if I can interject, that is the formula for success is when you have somebody who is so good at one thing and then you have a person who's so good at the other, you shouldn't try to mingle and try to, you know, mix in with what the other one's doing. And when yeah. you have that person who's the guy in charge, who can step back and say, you know what, you're right, that's why you're so successful. Yeah, I definitely think that is our biggest strength. We very much – and he will give suggestions. We always say Dylan runs back a house, I run front of house. And Dylan will give suggestions, but I'm the final stop on the front of house. He's final stop on the back of the house, and we have never tried to pull up. I mean, we're 50, 50 owners. We've never pulled ownership cards. Told the other one that's how it had to be. We respect each other's roles, and it has worked. Yes, I, I can't tell you. Absolutely, I have. Uh, you know, like I said before, I, I just because of time, uh, you know, in 
Gary said it the other day, like, we, uh, 50%. Like, when AEW came into my life, like, Southern Honor didn't always get everything that I could put into it, you know? And, um, mm. but it, it's been, it's been amazing to have all of it. <laughs> and this, and, you know, 2019 is, you know, easily the greatest year of my life. And, um, you know, to be able to have Southern Honor part of that and, and build this friendship with Gary and partnership and um, to be able to do this is really cool. Yeah. Awesome. I do remember our first fight, though, Platinum. If you want to remember our first fight, might have been the first fight. What so, was that? We, it was the we brought in two supposedly luchadors that sucked ass in the ring, and it was the first <laughs> match we had ever had that was bad. It was about our fifth show. And uh, Dylan knew it sucked ass, but he didn't defend his booking, so he told me it wasn't that bad, and I just fucking snapped. I'm screaming. I'm hollering. But you can't argue with someone else won't argue back. The stupid fucker stays calm the whole time that you look like, you look like an idiot cussing at him. And uh, so you have to calm down because you're like a psycho. It was a shit match. But, uh, yeah. And I remember there was like four or five people standing around and no one knew what to do with Dylan just like kept on working, editing the video, plugging his stuff. He looked at me and said, you done? I'm like, fuck, I'm done. Like, how do you fight when someone won't fight back? He just, dude, he's the most calm guy I've ever been around. (laughs) Well, you know, I never did this, um, but I I may still. I was going to do the top pairings in Georgia between Booker and Promoter. And clearly you two were going to be number one. Right. And uh, I mean, we just see the we just see the fruits of the labor and uh, it's great to see. It's very exciting. Um, You know, Southern Fried had a big ass house Um, and, you know, Friday. Boy, it's just I know I'm going to see see a first Baptist church here in town and let us do a fundraiser for them that I can cross 600 church members. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that? Yeah, you did. Uh, well, any you any parting words? Yeah, <laughs> you, you got to fucking deal with. Believe it. <laughs> I love Southern Fried. I love David. I love all those guys. I'm just talking shit. <laughs> um, any any parting <laughs> words, gentlemen? Um, part. Thank you, guys. Parting words. Thank you. Thank you, Larry. Um. Even though you always have an excuse not to come to our show, thank you Rob Rod who comes every <laughs> month. Um, thank you Platinum. I mean, people don't realize I talk to Steve probably five times a week. I mean, a lot of it's advice. So the tapped out guys. I mean, I think social media you guys made us. So that was nice. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to say, um, like I said earlier, partnership with Gary, but. You know, I just want to congratulate everyone else that has won awards on this thing, and um, you know, especially the ones that are my guys. And uh, you know, I'm, I might be more proud of the feud of the year and Danny and David than even my awards. So, um, just just seeing their success and 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 um, seeing Southern Honor's success, and you know, it's just been a great year. It's been a great year. We've accomplished a lot of things. We've done a lot of things that. A lot of people said we couldn't, and I remember, you know, being on Tipping Point for my very first time, and I was yeah. super nervous, and um, uh, we had a lot of heat because no one knew who we were. We had a, 
we kind of, I don't want to say we faked it till we made it, but we faked it till we made it. And um, um, with all that, and we said we were going to change the game. And if that meant making other people up their game, then that's what we were going to do. And, you know, 2020 is going to be the year that um, everyone's going to be coming. But Southern Iron doesn't get complacent, and uh, we're not going away. Um, we're still here. The year everybody battled for number two, 2020. <laughs> that's, that's why our anniversary show is called Still Here because um, ten months ago they won, or a year ago they wanted us to go away and, and we didn't. So, um, and now here we are on top, and it's a pretty cool feeling. Yeah, it's congratulations to both of you. Congratulations yeah, to you. Guys. Congratulations to Gary and Dylan and Southern Honor in general and Southern Honor 1000 show. I mean, what a fucking year. I can't wait till next year now. Hey, thank you, guys. Thank name you that wrestler of the year. We'll see if I, where I can see if we add another name to our category. Mm? All right, let's do it. Yeah. I'll talk to you guys thank later. You guys. Bye. Yeah. Bye. We're down to it, Wrestler of the Year. We're also, uh, gentlemen, uh, up against the clock here a little bit. We've got about 12 minutes. Black Talk will cut us off promptly at 8 o'clock. I mean, excuse me, 9 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, overall Wrestler of the Year nominees Slim J, Logan Creed, Michael Judas, Corey Hollis, AC Mack. The runner-up, and he's now been runner-up in three categories, AC Mack. And the winner, second year in the row, Logan Creed. Holy fucking shit. Congratulations, champ. Thank you, guys. Mm. Uh, Of course, Gary talked for 20 minutes, so now I'm the main event, and I've got to cut my match short, so I appreciate it, Gary. (laughs) 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 <laughs> no, I uh, I appreciate it, guys. Um, you know, it was it was another good year. You know, 20, 2018 was great. Um, this year was completely different than last year, uh, in a sense that you know, I think last year I spent most of that you know, learning how to how to wrestle for you know the today's world, and this year I was, it was more learning the the business side of professional wrestling. And that's definitely helped me uh, late in the year with everything that happened. And I had a lot of people help me along the ways, including Platinum. Um, so yeah, it's it was, you know, it's, it's just still still growing, man. I'm just I'm still getting better, and that's what that's what amazes me the most is that it's it's not even over yet. I haven't even reached my full potential. I mean, that's what's really scary, right? I mean, like next year's probably going to be bigger for you. I mean, signing with MLW, fucking huge. Being a champion of every Fed that mattered, fucking huge. Um, Being involved in multiple, I mean, if we wanted to, we could probably come up with five feuds that you were in and you could have been in feud of the year by yourself. Right. Like, um, and being part of the hottest angles, being part of everything. And I said, you know, 2019 was the year of the authentic one. And I'll just say it. There's two wrestlers that I call champ. (laughs) One is Shane Marks and the other is you. And 
I mean, it's how I really feel. I mean, you, you've got the fucking goods and it's, and it's just wonderful to see to, to repeat in this award. I don't know. When's the last time that's been done? JJ or Larry, can you remember if anybody has repeated Ooh. as wrestler of the year? I'll pull that up while you just keep going and I'll let you know in just a minute. I, yeah. J- JJ, what, what's your take on Logan? Yeah. <clears throat> Logan, I first remember seeing him come up to Anarchy during the whole run of Anarchy versus Platinum. And you watched him walk into a building, and he's definitely morphed into what he is now, but you could just see something in him that there was some star power there. And there was something there. And it was like it was just longing to come out. And then, you know couple of years went by and he comes back to anarchy you know and it's like boom you know just a total blow up and it's funny that you mention that because um there was a video that jerry palmer wanted to shoot and logan had a cameo in it and i was just watching that the other day because i was clearing some stuff off my computer and it was just watching him and seeing what he is now, it's like, yep, there it was. There was the next big star in front of us, and I think that's what we're seeing now, is Logan is the next big star, if not the big star as it is right now. The um, yeah. answer to the question is only Kyle Matthews has won twice in a row. Wow. Never, nobody else has done it. Wow, wow, wow. Very I, I mean, that's, I mean, think about what that entails. I, you know, my, my first encounter with Logan was, you know, he was in a, he did such a great job working with Gunnar Miller on the, the year that Gunnar Miller was sort of earmarked for greatness, but it was right. really the work he, he did with you. And, um, and then, you know, Gunnar Miller goes down and I think it would be remiss to say that oh it's not for that because clearly you were ready um, and well, that's a mighty big vacuum to fill but you filled it and then some and, and I mean you well, did it in multiple promotions it's really remarkable I tell guys you know and I'm so happy that David Ali um, was the most improved wrestler of the year because I've got to talk to him so much this year and, you know, he's one of those guys that I look at and I see myself in him a couple of years ago. Um, you know, he's not one of the chosen, you know, guys. And I wasn't one of the chosen guys. Nobody had me set aside and I was going to be the next big guy, you know, or, big, or the big star. Um, but I refused to, to not be. So I knew what I had to do. I had to get my face and I had to get myself in everything I possibly could. And he gets that. And that's what he's doing. And that's what I did. And I made it so that I was, you know, whether I was winning or losing, I wanted to be a part of Gunnar Miller because I saw what was happening. I saw what they were doing with him, and I knew if I could get myself next to him, then I was going to get that attention because I knew what I could do. I just needed everybody else to see it. And, you know, for guys that aren't picked, that's what you have to do. You know, you you said it earlier this year, but you talk about you know, you've got to kind of just go in and 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 take it on the chin and do what you got to do until that spot opens up when people start taking notice, and that's when the fans start taking notice. And once they take notice, it still matters what they think, and people start listening. 
And then when other people start listening and guys like you start listening and paying attention and talking about it, everybody starts talking about it. And then all of a sudden you matter. And I have to, I do have to say this because, it, you know, I didn't really know how the all the MLW stuff happened. You know, I knew I sent my information and I sent a resume in like a year ago, but uh, Ron Neme, uh from Florida, I'm sure you guys are familiar with the name. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, he yeah. was, he was the guy going to bat for me and he, he means the world to me because he did a lot for me as far as WWN went. He was batting for me to be an evolved you know, he, he did huge things for me as far as, you know, putting my name in the right places. And, and I, you know, I owe him a lot because he was one of the guys that was talking to St. Lawrence for me. And I didn't even know it. He never told me not until like three weeks ago. And, uh, you know, it's, you never know, you know, you never know who's, who's there and who's helping you. Um, but I promise you, if you're putting in the work, it's not going to go unnoticed. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, any last words, champ? Anything else you want to say here at the end? Uh, I was gonna do a whole political speech about we need awards, like physical awards, but you guys took care of that, so I don't have to rant. <laughs> <laughs> because that was definitely. I think. I think we. You know, if if the awards are important, if they're gonna be important, and there's so much intentional now, which I think is awesome. I, I'm so happy that now it's become a bigger deal and that people are, are paying more attention to it. And, you know, it does, it should mean something and it should make everybody who wins proud. It should make everybody who comes in second want to work harder. And it should make every guy out there who wasn't nominated want to be nominated because that's what we're trying to do. At the end of the day, you know, we got into this business to hopefully make money, but also be recognized for our work. And, uh, I'm I'm super happy that you guys are going to do that next year. Uh, I think it's going to mean a lot to everybody that wins. And hopefully I'll be in a financial position where I can actually pay for the fucking things. So, (laughs) 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 but uh, Logan, again, uh, you know, you held on in my mind, you held on to that top spot tooth and nail and you know i i gotta i gotta give a shout out to ac mac because again he was runner up in multiple categories and it's one of those cases where i think having somebody there that you were going neck and neck with made you both better and uh, ac mac is incredible and you know you talk about work rate i mean he works every show in the state of georgia it shows that he works that we book me and (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's what it is, but he he's that guy, and he's that guy. He's the guy, you know, everywhere he goes as well, given the opportunity. And, you know, given that there's going to be trophies next year, I really, really hope he wins it just because I would love to see him standing in the ring cutting a promo with a trophy in his hand for another for mm-hmm. a whole year. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I have a name for so, it, uh, too. And, oh, absolutely. I was going to I was going to name her, but, you know, I'll let AC name her. Um, and then I'll come back. <laughs> Guys, we're down to about 60 seconds before they're going to take us out of here. Well, congratulations, Logan. One announcement I want to make real quick. 
Um, right after this ends, I'm going to hop on and I'm going to put out a P list, the top 10 moments of the awards. I already have it ready to go. <laughs> so, but c- congratulations to Logan Creed. Thank you, JJ, for being here. Thank you, Larry Goodman. Thank you to all the winners and all the people who voted. Anything else, guys? One last thing. Thanks Check for out. having we, me. In, we, go ahead, JJ. Oh, I was going to say, thanks for having me, and I, I hope this isn't the last time. Oh, no. I hope not either. No, no. Don't no. die, motherfucker. I got to see you next year. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> look, look. No, hey, you know, that last year was too close for me. You know, I'm still doing the chemo, but you know what? Said I'm here, and next year I'm going to be here accepting an award. So, please. <laughs> love it. Love it. Check. Remember to check out the t- the uh, Tapped Out Guys podcast for further discussion. Mentor Breakdown of the award. And the Mentor Award. Mentor Award. Stephen Platinum as the Mentor Award will be announced. And we are out. Yes. Thank you, everybody. Thank you.